0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the uh, annual Habs and Bryce show. All things Cleveland sports will be discussed. Uh, I'm Evan Habitsel.
1: I'm Bryce Mix.
0: And uh, why don't we uh, get right into it?
1: All right. So uh, you want to start off today talking about some Cavs basketball?
0: Yeah, yeah. Last night the Cavs uh, lost to the Chicago Bulls at the Q.
1: Absolute bullshit.
0: One seventeen ninety nine. Obviously, LeBron was uh, out with strep throat. Apparently, and or rest. Yeah. DNP rest. Like uh,
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever they want to call it. And but...
0: you know, loves out. Uh, Jr. still out. So sixty percent of the starting lineup from mm-hmm. you know the title winning starting lineup was not playing last night. I think that's to blame. I know we're there's the whole thing we're four uh, and nineteen without LeBron the last you know since he came back. Uh, so who who is to blame? Is it that concerning? What, what what's your take on that
1: kind of concerning trend? I don't I don't really think it's anything to be concerned about at this point of the season right now. It's still so early, and we have guys that are going to be coming back and helping the, us. You're, you're,
0: you're talking like a Cavs fan. You say it's so early. There's like twenty five yeah. oh, games. I, I that, know. Oh, I know. A, oh, that's that, <laughs> exactly. I mean, all that I'm thinking about right now is playoffs. Yeah, honestly.
1: In, uh, there's nothing else on my mind because uh, there's no way that we're not going to make the playoffs. You know, also, I love the fact
0: that we're 0 3 against Chicago this year mm-hmm. because I hope we get them in the first round and we beat the shit out of them in four games and let them know. I mean, like.
1: Oh, yeah. It would be a queen, clean sweep if we get I there. mean, it,
0: it was like the Pistons. Stanley Johnson calling, you know, LeBron out last year. It, it, it's comical. And, <laughs> you know what? Ray John Rondo, Jimmy Butler, and Zwaina Wade do not scare me. <laughs> Just oh, to get that straight. Yeah,
1: not at all. I mean, I still thought that the Cavaliers were going to win last night, minus Love and LeBron.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, and Kyrie and, and played great. I mean, Kyrie, he went out there, he had uh, 34 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, His plus-minus was minus 4, which is actually best on the team. I think the more concerning trend, if I'm looking at last night, if I'm being nitpicky, is, uh, you know, you got the second unit there, and the two main cogs coming off mm-hmm. the bench, uh, you know, you got – we had, Derek Williams, yeah. he was minus twenty one.
1: Um, James Jones stepped up, ja- twenty three minutes of play actually. Yeah, I mean, getting his first real action this season it seemed like
0: it just seemed. You know, it was in that what was it, sixty five fifty nine in that third quarter, and then I think the the Bulls went on like an eight zero run, and and just couldn't get it back. Just couldn't get it back. Shump had a bad night, but I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's just these guys need to step up. I, I you know. We we got to be able to win games in the regular season without LeBron. It's not concerning to the you know the grand scheme
1: of things. But yeah, it is a little bit concerning looking at it right now when our second unit isn't really showing up. But now we can move on and talk about the additions of Duran Williams and. Uh... Bogut potentially used to be pending. yes yeah, 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 very pending. But, uh, it's not official, but yeah, we have but the, the, multiple reports. The, Dar- the Darren
0: Williams one is pretty much official, but ESPN just reported uh, that Andrew Bogut is expected to join the Cavs um, once the buyout is finalized from 76ers and you know that this is a guy he's averaging three points, uh, eight point three rebounds per game. Only played twenty six games. He's been hurt. Um, I I love it. I I, I love it because you, you know like like. Rice, you've been saying there's no true center on this team. Mm-hmm. and
1: He'll be the actual true center on the team. Uh, Tristan, on many other teams, would be a power forward, but he's our stretch four, basically, as a center.
0: Yeah, I mean, and Channing, you know, he's got the height, but we don't have that bruiser. Bo, Bo gets a body. I mean, yeah. he is a yeah, body. You,
1: you put him in the lane. I mean, the guy's seven foot, 260, and uh, we need that defensive pre- presence. Whether he's 32 or not, it's a key cog to a championship team you need to be well-rounded in all aspects of the game so that no matter what people throw at you you can counter it
0: yeah and also you got to look at it too is you know i've been saying this is sure do we do do we expect golden state yes Mm -hmm. yes and playing golden state you know andrew bogut will not play much because that's that's not you know how you're going to beat the Golden State Warriors? Yeah. But if it's the San Antonio Spurs, you know they have Aldridge and Gasol mm-hmm. underneath. You're gonna. That's
1: where you need Andrew Bogan. Yeah. Even it? running into. I mean, I don't think, say that they're threats, but now the Raptors just got big with a box. Exactly. Uh, we're looking at the Hawks with Dwight Howard, uh, the Celtics Horford. We have guys that are just big in our conference too that we need to worry about. And just the fact that we'll be able to pending move right now that we may be able to. Stand up and play some solid defense against them. Really, uh, yeah, really helps me calm down when thinking about that.
0: And all right, this this Darren Williams edition. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a guy in forty games this year. Missed a few with injury, but thirteen point one points, six point nine assists. Um, he's shooting thirty five percent from three point range. Serviceable there. Um, he's twenty uh, fourth among point guards in player efficiency, which is a little low. The average is fifteen, but. I mean, this is a three-time All Star, two-time Olympian. Like, arguably, when he was you know, when he was in Utah, the best point guard in the game, to mm-hmm. Chris, next to Chris Paul, and David Griffin, just just got him, just got him for nothing. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it
1: it's everything just worked out perfectly, and the Cavs are getting some solid additions. That when talk two weeks ago, when me and you were talking, I really didn't think that looking at this Cavs roster that we could. Put up another seven-game series against the Warriors, and that they were looking head and shoulders stronger than the Cavs. But with these additions making our second unit that much better, I truly think that we'll be able to stand up against them now.
0: And uh, just look at all look look at all the additions, David Griffin. The way he's done this year, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron needs, the, I don't know if you know
1: what. Yeah, we don't know what's going. I don't. On I don't. I don't know like,
0: if LeBron loves David Griffin or not. It doesn't matter, but. The man has walked away with Kyle Korver, Derek Williams, Darren Williams, and Andrew Bogut um, for
1: <laughs> money
0: and a future first. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> which a future first for the Cavs is potentially nothing.
0: And, and all Korver's doing is shooting 63% from three in the month of January, or in the month of February. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's scary, scary how good I think this team's going to be when healthy. It,
1: it's, I mean, right? yeah. I mean, absolutely. Once we get Jr. back shooting, I mean, we're already one of the highest three-point shooting teams in the league. I mean, we've completely just changed our identity as an offense this season, and it's really working. Well,
0: I mean, I think, you know, I think that adaptation has been happen- happening for the last few years mm-hmm. with Golden yeah, State. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think, I mean, Golden State. It's the li- whole league. Then I mean, Golden State literally changed. Yeah. With the Splash and, Brothers. They yeah. changed. You need to match them in three-pointers or else you wouldn't win. You You have to. So, yeah, fight fire with fire.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. The next thing I want to get to is, uh, you know, who in the East do you think could even challenge the Cavaliers? And like more specifically, you know, there was reports that uh, the The Jimmy Butler, the Jimmy Butler, to the Celtics, Mm -hmm. and and, uh, Danny Ainge did not want to give up. You know that uh, first from the Nets. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be a top pick, high lottery pick. I have my thoughts, but I want to hear. What you have to think about if it's who you think can, can, can compete with the Cavs and also uh, the Celtics make the right move.
1: All right. I think the two teams I'm looking at in the East are, uh, we just mentioned them, the Celtics, and also the Raptors. I think that that Serge Ibaka and P.J. Tucker additions were very solid for the team, and they're moving in the right direction to be able to match up and actually put up another good series against the Cavs. They took two from us last season. But... um. I don't think either of them right now has the ability to take out the Cavaliers, but they're two teams that will, I think, extend it past not being swept and actually putting up a very solid series. And They're building towards the future. I mean, if the Celtics do get that number one overall pick, they're going to be a contender for years to come.
0: Yeah, and I I, I think it's going to be – like the biggest contender, I expect see, What I'm trying to say is, I expect to see the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm.
1: But do you think the Raptors can get there?
0: Um, well, they were they were what five and eleven uh, coming in. You know, they lost sixteen games going into the break. Uh, they beat they beat the Celtics last or two nights ago. <sighs> no, I guess my answer mm-hmm. is no. I, I don't. I don't think Kyle Lowry and DeMar not, not a sweep
1: though, right? You think that they'll at least take a game? Well, you know, anything can happen. yeah. Potential. I'd
0: say five, six games. Okay. okay. No problem.
1: Just um, making sure you didn't think they were absolute wash.
0: No, 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 no. But now I, what I really want to focus in on is Danny Ainge deciding not to move that pick for yeah. Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I my, my my view on this is you, I don't, do, you don't know. I, I know the draft is supposed to be, you know, loaded and you know, Lonzo Ball, yeah. whoever. At the top there,
1: but yeah, I mean, there's the Anthony Bennett. You don't know who you're getting. You
0: don't know. You Mm -hmm. don't know, and you have the ability to trade for a guy who is next to Kawhi Leonard, the best two. Like I mean, you know, and LeBron. Yeah, but the 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 elite defense, the combination being an elite defender and also an elite scorer, and you could have just slid that right in and had Horford, Crowder, Thomas, Mm -hmm. Butler. Uh,
1: I, yeah, they would have had a really solid line. That scares me. Yeah. That scares me. Mm-hmm. I, I, to me, that may... That may, would have been, yeah, a very, very solid move, closer to pushing him over the edge, but I mean, Paul George was also on the market. There's a, a lot of guys that were being shopped. I mean, we know Cousins obviously got moved. That was the biggest trade before the deadline, and a lot of guys seem to be selling more often than not. Now, these owners are just moving players for picks, and just, I mean, we got J.R. and Shump for nothing. I mean, the Knicks literally said, can you please take J.R. Smith?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean... And he br- was, <laughs> I mean, a crucial part of our championship. It, it's just funny how that works. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is.
1: Um, but then you also have the situations where uh, Baron Davis trade happens, and then it gets flipped into Kyrie Irving. You, it goes both ways. Exactly. You never know. You I never mean, know.
0: That you know. For those of you who don't know, that was the trade. Um, One of the, 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 the biggest steals ever. A, in the 2010 season, where we gave the uh, Los Angeles Clippers Jamario Moon um, and Mo Williams for their first-round pick and Baron, Baron Davis, Davis, who played 13 games in mm-hmm. the Cavaliers' uniform. I got to see one of those Still games. To go. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. But um, great cup of coffee. But that first round pick turned into Kyrie Irving. And, and then we got Tristan, and the rest is history.
1: And uh, now Derek Williams. Yeah,
0: so. Three
1: of the top four.
0: Uh, we, I don't, we, uh, yeah, got we got sidetracked there. But anyway. <laughs> uh, now, one more thing I want to talk about with the Cavs before we move on is, you know, I, like I mentioned earlier, we expect Golden State. But. Who is your team out of the West that you think could shock the world and make it? Other than the Spurs, because I, you know, you...
1: looking at a Clippers team that has the solid if depth. they get healthy, if yeah, they get healthy. exactly, yeah. yeah, healthy Griffin. If I'm, yeah, talking completely hypothetical here, looking at just on paper at the rosters, I think the Clippers could really shake things up. Uh, a team like the Rockets absolutely. getting in there. there I mean, go. Harden absolutely just you can't put a price tag on that guy these days now i mean he does absolutely everything for the rockets and he's put them in the position that they're in today uh, the pelicans might shake things up they got two big guys they'd match up really well against the warriors what what are your thoughts
0: well here's the thing let me let me, let me pull up the nba standings here real quick cuz i, I want to look at how the seat with the season were to end today okay but
1: yeah what the standings would look like
0: i think what this is why i think the cavs are going to repeat whatever team comes out of the west is gonna have the shit beat out of them in the process. Yep. I, it's you're. <laughs> you
1: you do not get through the West unscathed. No, I mean
0: even even look at Portland last year. I mean mm-hmm. it, it's so deep. There's just so much talent on these teams, and so right right if the season were were to end today, uh, Golden State would play the Nuggets in the first round. Okay. Uh, that I that's, think that's a sweep. That's a sweep. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, God God bless the Denver Nuggets, but that's a sweep. Yeah,
1: they're they're in the right direction, but they're not there
0: now. The Pelicans are three and a half out. And that's a team I think would that would...
1: Mm. If be, they get in there, they bang can them shake off, it up. I mean, up. You yeah. know,
0: even if they only win a game. yeah. And so let's say they win that. And then let's, let's say they got to go on to the Clippers or the Grizzlies. Now, the Grizzlies, I mean, there's a reason they call it Grit City. Because, I mean, they... Mm-hmm. You know,
1: that's the kind of ball they yeah. play. They're down to the nitty-gritty and yeah. they're all about that defense. Exactly. Those hard points. You know, I paint. think that
0: would be a physically taxing series. Mm-hmm. And then... In my opinion, I, I love the Rockets right now.
1: Okay, I, so we're on the same I, I that, yeah. love
0: the Rockets. You know, I you, know, you look at them, I mean, they're second in the league in points per game, and that's really what the league's about. Um, second
1: in assists now with Harden at point.
0: And then you got Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they made another addition, didn't they? Who did they?
1: The uh, Lou Williams was the biggest addition. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that was a
0: big one. And, and you see, I mean, his first game, he has 27 yep. points and knocks down seven threes.
1: So With, I mean, Eric Gordon. They
0: just have so much firepower on that team. I think the Cavs match up best with um, either, in my opinion, Golden State or the Rockets. Uh, the Spurs is, are the team I don't want to play. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, in terms of LeBron James, I don't think that there's anybody in the league that shuts him down better than Kawhi Leonard. No, and Kawhi, I mean,
0: you can't be successful every time. There's a reason LeBron's the best player in the world. But his, yeah, he's historically he's the one that has only had he's he's the only person that's had a track record of success. Yeah, and add that in with even if we added a Bogut, I mean they have the Aldridge, the Gasol. I mean, that yeah, they
1: they have big men for days. Yeah, exactly. That would just eat us up down low. See, I mean, Kevin Love won't be on Aldridge down in the post. That's no, gonna see be that that's kind of a matchup see, that scares it, exactly, me. Yeah, because yeah. all for Kevin Love, but when it comes to his defense in the post, and it, it's just not. Too pretty.
0: No, not pretty at all. Well, let's move on here. Okay. So the uh, the Indians, uh, as we're recording this on Sunday at 3.50, are currently playing the Chicago Cubs. Okay, a little sec-
1: bit of a World Series it, rematch. Game, training. game eight.
0: Um, so I heard if we win, they give us the World Series trophy tonight. So that's <laughs> your fingers. Uh, this one's for all the marvels. No, dude, it still hurts. It still hurts. I know. Yeah, it's an open one. But, uh... You know, the the lineup today, we're just gonna ask, you know, it's fun. It's just fun. It's baseball's back. Uh they had Nake leading off, uh Amante in left. Okay. Uh then Santana first, Chisinau. Lonnie baseball hit clean up. Now in. now don't uh, me give a story let's now. let's savor this moment where Lonnie Lonnie Chisano is hitting cleanup for the Cleveland Indians. The man the I, myth I don't electric. think I've
1: ever seen a better sight in my life. No.
0: <laughs> anyway, Roberto Perez playing catcher, uh, Chris Calabello, the the aging, uh, Giovanni Rochelle at third base, which uh, Rodriguez is that? I honestly do not know. <laughs> uh, well, there's a Rodriguez one second. a minor second. Rodriguez. Yeah, know. and, then, we have the a, and then Eric Gonzalez playing mm-hmm. short. Who, I like I'm him. I'm a big yeah, fan We of. got to
1: see a lot of him in action. Yeah,
0: we got to see a lot. And also, also, Bradley Zimmer you want to list his numbers in the yep, first preseason yep. game? The Bradley a, Zimmer. Uh, win over up against
1: Cincinnati. We had Zimmer coming in with, uh, he was two for three. He had a run. He had five RBIs he knocked in and a three-run home run shot. If you guys Apo. didn't see that, that was absolutely skyrocketing. He's looking good.
0: And the way he, I mean, oh man, he he takes the ball the other way. Like, just like a season bet. Mm. You know, and, but. I mean, he's
1: 6'5", too. The guy's got. Lang stole 40 plus bases he last year. He's, he's only 24 years old. I think he's someone he might not start off on the roster at the beginning of the season. I think that all really depends yeah. on Brantley's health. But, um, That's, I think I think he's someone that you're looking at maybe like a Naquin situation where maybe injuries bring him up to the starting rotation and he really just shows. But him. the, the only,
0: only the only reason I believe or I don't think that regardless of what happens with Brantley, Zimmer will start. The uh, year with the tribe is because I think they, you know, they lose a year of control, mm-hmm. you know, if he if he plays or starts uh, on the opening day roster, and also you know you, you heard what Tito said, you know, they interviewed yeah, him about after. the home run, mm-hmm. and he mentioned you know he hits balls in the zone great, you know, but it's you know his swing kind of gets him in trouble um, with inside pitching, mm-hmm. and we saw that you know in Akron. Yeah, in Akron. Sure Akron yeah, he, he's. I mean, he's
1: When he's struggling, he's
0: struggling. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, what's it going to hurt? A few more months in the minors. You know, it it, it can be a Frankie Lindor situation where we bring him up midseason. I mean,
1: the biggest thing I took from what uh, Tito was saying is that Zimmer's just really developing right now. uh, I mean, I think if he potentially just shows up and we see a lot more of this, uh, like five RBIs in one game, if he's just screaming stats in spring training, I don't think that they'll be able to turn him away. If he tapers off a little bit, they will can... though just for the reason of having the, him under that, control. Mm-hmm. But do you know, is there a like a statute of limitations on that? Is it like the a month then he could come in and that doesn't go against him or
0: uh I don't want to give any misinformation. Okay, yeah. Um, I I just know if he were to start on the opening on the, day yeah, roster, yeah. Then get. I mean, technically, that's, like that's like a year of service. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, and like he, here's like here's a name that a lot of tribe fans maybe don't know, mm-hmm. and that we witness in aggregate. Yeah, we get to see Greg a lot Allen. No, Greg Allen. Greg Allen. He
1: is a true outfielder.
0: He is. I mean, and his speed. Uh, what did he? Uh, what did he do yesterday? and he went over 4. Okay, anyways.
1: He's he's honestly, I mean I I don't know the stats off the top of my head. He didn't have a horrible season hitting, but I don't think that he's much
0: No, 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 but but we need we need those stolen bases. Oh that, yeah. That, from, he he brings much more the squad. Than yeah, more. no, but I'm saying he stole he stole 45 bases last year. He had 295 between uh uh, yeah, so High, high A and Akron. Okay, and you know we saw in the last few months in Akron. And, and he
1: had a glove. He was making uh, some diving he, catches out there.
0: He has range mm-hmm. there in center field. And I'm think about the future here. Let, let's say, let's say Brantley. I mean, let's cross I, our fingers I, I, and I know, say he's healthy. I, I know what you mean. Worst and, case scenario, but we're I thinking mean, no Brantley. Can you, can you imagine? Oh, I'm I'm talking with Brantley. I mean, we have Zimmer coming up. Mm-hmm. We have Greg Allen, who I I, I believe in.
1: I and I believe in Naquin. I know you're a little bit down on him, but he's still a promising, hey, promising young guy. He can beat, develop. You know, he's young. He got thrown into the fire a little early. Tyler Naquin, he
0: was amazing last year. I mean, it, he was like, he yeah. Was, I mean,
1: he really didn't he, get stood you, up you, until he was in that series. You, there, you, I guess playoffs. You can throw
0: him in the same category. Lefties. Not, I mean, he didn't play as well, but as Jose Ramirez, as a guy that came out. I mean, like, who expected to get? I mean, who the hell expected to get? Um, A two ninety six average, 14 home runs, 43 RBIs, um, and 321 at-bats from Tyler Naquin Mm -hmm. at the beginning of last season. We thought we were screwed. Mm -hmm. You know, Almonte tested positive for for, uh, PEDs, um, and then Brantley's (laughs) down, and, you know, he... My thing about him is...
1: The lefty pitchers, right?
0: Yeah. I I mean... He
1: definitely was exposed.
0: Yeah, he... He can't play against left. It's it's.
1: See that's why he could. He's a solid guy rotational, and if we get someone else like a Zimmer in there who can, you know, they can swap things up their starting lineups by day and by pitcher. I think that it could be really good. Maybe come in as a pinch hitter, but he's got a promising career.
0: For are you talking about Naquin? Yeah, Naquin just, and but,
1: and Zimmer. But I'm saying the outfield the as is, a whole.
0: When I when I bring Zimmer up, I want Zimmer to be our everyday center I mm-hmm. like, like, I I you know and I, if
1: you were talking to me last season, I wanted it. I saw more out of Frazier. I know you say Zimmer, right? I, you I, like I, Zimmer a more than customer? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. Uh, I liked Frazier because he just had that pop off the bat, and he's he's yolk. That guy has to be testing for something <laughs> the, the way that he came dude, out of college dude, gingers and then don't, put on have, gingers don't have souls yeah. dude, gingers don't have that muscle mass no man unless I, you're talking Seamus you from WWE have you ever vets. seen
0: a ginger that jacked no. in your life no, no, you, yeah. no I, yeah.
1: Wow. yeah. he's he's up to something
0: Yeah. once again we digress but <laughs> <laughs> um, so, another thing I want to touch on is just you know it's been discussed is you know Andrew Miller pitching mm-hmm. in the World mm-hmm. Baseball yeah. Classic and you know Tito came out and said they're going to take it easy on Klubs
1: because he had so much postseason yeah. action.
0: Um, should Indians fans be as confident in the rotation um, as most
1: of them seem to be? I think so because I mean, when you're looking at the fifth guy right now, you were thinking maybe a like a Clevenger. Who who else would be potentially in that fifth spot? If, I mean, if, if Kluber were to go down,
0: well, I mean, I, okay, and, oh, okay. uh, Ryan
1: Merritt. He could come in. He showed his stuff in the world. I know they're they're both Kluber, two raw guys. Kluber
0: is yep. my ace. Then I got Carrasco, Salazar, Bauer, Tomlin.
1: Okay, I think that you, I personally think that Clevenger might be that fifth spot. He come... did not look ready last year. Oh, it's, been, it's been an off season. Oh, I know. Ryan Merritt. Ryan and... Merritt. He was supposed to be shaking in his boots, man. No, he's <laughs> <laughs> still shaking. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, thank you God, we got Eddie Eddie and Garnacio, man. Oh yep, yep. I hate the Blue Jays. Uh, but uh no and even I you know, I heard an interview where you know, Tito was talking about how a lot of guys, once you know, they have that first taste of big league experience, going into the next season, they lit they come into the spring training and they look, they act, and they perform different. like mm-hmm. you're a big leaguer. Yeah. And you know, Clev is a top hundred prospect, you know, baseball yeah. mayor, top hundred prospect. I uh, think he's
1: one of those guys he could Potentially start that season off in Columbus, but what you're saying with Kluber potentially taking some time off, I think someone like a Clevenger or a Merritt would step up and get a uh, start, yeah and and a starter too. Here Merritt here. is a
0: is very similar he, to yeah. Josh Tomlin. Mm-hmm. You know he's yeah. he's not gonna wow anybody with his stuff,
1: mm-hmm. and he's just a, he's a smart pitcher.
0: And the thing about those guys is is when they're off, I
1: yeah then they're pulled. Well, how quick. about
0: Tomlin's month of August last year? I mean. I mean, we were, remember we were watching games, and I I love Josh Tomlin like yeah. the dude, but I, I was just like Tito, why do you mm-hmm. keep trotting this guy out here? Yeah, it, it,
1: yeah, it was it was very rough to watch it. That August was just and then I felt bad because it turned production. out his
0: dad was sick and everything. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah,
1: there's always a backstory and reasons that people are down, but it's still that's Tito's decision. You yeah, know?
0: and but going back to Cleve, we got sidetracked there for a sec. He's someone that I, you know, he did out a couple times in the playoffs. Can't you see him kind of being a, like a late, well, late reliever? Like, that, that's what I was about guy? to say, yes. Yeah. Especially he with the way in, the game's going. Yeah. I mean,
1: because he seems like someone who, when he comes out, he's pitching. And he's a gamer. He's a gamer. I, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't know yeah. if he has that length and time where he could pitch set six, seven innings a game that's what I'm saying every week
0: all his I think his longest start was five and a third if I'm not mistaken last year and I mean he was hitting like the hundred pitch mark in inning Mm -hmm. four or five consistently and a lot of that is command I think and you know being at the big league level but it's uh it'll be interesting but I I would have liked to see the Indians uh you know I'm not exactly sure who's available but sign you know maybe a veteran starter to a minor league deal like we did Mm -hmm. with uh Scott Cashmere, you know, do you remember? And Jackson. Clark? Yeah, yeah, and we got. I like that. Austin Jackson's Jackson this
1: year, yeah.
0: Um, another hey, low key, Willie Mo Pena is in Indian Spring, Indian Spring training. Really, you know, Willie, remember Willie Mo? Yeah, back yeah in the day? I did not know that. Yeah, though. yeah, I guess he was playing like Japan or China or okay, something, and that's yeah, fine.
1: overseas coming
0: back. So, uh, you know, I hope he remains
1: with the Columbus Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Get to see a little bit of that action this season. Yeah.
0: But, um, and then uh, last thing we're going to talk about concerning baseball before we
1: uh, kind of transition to the Super to... Bowl,
0: I mean the NFL draft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, So, like, you know, the rule changes in Major League Baseball. Yep. They, you know, no more intentional walk. Mm-hmm. Um, they're
1: trying to get the pitches in quicker and everything. Yeah, they're, yeah,
0: they're trying to, you know,
1: shorten just, the games.
0: Yeah, change the drag zone. Because us millennials then, can't uh,
1: think of anything. Yeah, right. So more and, than two and, seconds. And,
0: the the major rule change Apparently. the major rule change that's being implemented in A ball is an um, in extra innings you start with a runner on second base.
1: I fucking hate
0: that. Uh, okay, let's address one at a time. <laughs> uh, uh, first of all, what do you think about uh,
1: the intentional walk? Big deal? I, I... Not so much big deal, big change to the game. It's going to take a little bit, kind of like the... Uh, I mean, it, it,
0: uh, and I, I don't think it's going to affect anything other than you're not going to see that amazing highlight on Sports yeah. Center of a guy swinging at a pitch, mm, you know. That's and,
1: just in the dirt. It, 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 yeah. Or way, being yeah. waved yeah. off. A few
0: years ago, I mean, I think Ichiro's done it. Miguel Cabrera got like a double on an intentional walk. Um, it was funny after well, was they, it just a
1: wild pitch? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It
0: was funny uh, after they announced the rule change, and I was, oh. wondering, I, I was wondering what players were going to say. And Jason Kitness tweeted, he said, you know, that thinking face emoji, funny, I scored twice on mm-hmm. Intentional yeah, Washington, walk- and, and I was laughing, I was like, because I'm a baseball purist, and that's how I thought, but, you know, you gotta pick your battles, and then Tito comes out the next day and says, you gotta pick your battles, it's just not mm-hmm. that big
1: of a deal. Yeah. And, and, I mean, it, when it comes down to it, it's the major league's decision.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and MLPA's gotta sign off of it, and mm-hmm. the strike zone thing, you know, if you raise the strike zone a little bit, my only concern with that is now you got ninety five mile mile per hour at fastballs mm-hmm. coming at somebody's head if a guy yeah, is high. it
1: starts to become a safety issue yeah, at that point.
0: Yeah, for me, uh, if you want to, I'm all for adjusting the strike zone for more hitting an offense. I mean, look at look at the steroid era. Yeah, I mean uh, um, that's the best. We grew up in it, and yeah. that was
1: dudes just barely bones. Mark McGuire just cranking them. And Sammy
0: Sosa compared yeah. himself to Jesus Christ the other day. Um, oh, yep. The yep. Black to white transition. Yep, exactly. Michael Jackson two point oh, but uh, <laughs> um, it is bizarre. And right? then, <laughs> so
1: you heard, you heard uh, my thoughts. What's your uh oh, aspect about the on the yeah the runner on second extras? Baseball. I I'm a baseball nerd. Like I'm, am a member of
0: Sa- of saber. Like I, I love baseball and a major. Major like part of the history of the game is statistics. How are you going to factor in starting a guy on second and like how does that you know what I mean? Is, it, is yeah. it half an RBI? Yeah. Is it?
1: I, I don't know. How do how, how do you, how do, how do you
0: affect the ERA? I I
1: that will never be a rule. It's, it's that's going to be one where I think it's going to be rolled in this season and then eventually tampered with to the to where they almost perfect it. And that's just like... You really the, think
0: this... The MLB, MLBPA will never sign off on starting a runner at second base. I think it honestly could go through. You think that the players will... The players have to... You realize that, right? The yeah. The players have yeah. to root this. Right, they I will understand. Not. And, and mo, I mean, think about it. These guys are in the majors. They're baseball lifers. They're baseball mm-hmm. purists. And if you're a baseball purist... Yeah, that
1: goes against everything in baseball. Taking
0: the intentional walkout makes me cringe, but I realize it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm.
1: It's just... It it kind of pisses me off. The second base runner is just... I mean, my opinion of it is that it's absolutely stupid. If it does happen to go through... I think it's got to be like the Trump travel band and this thing is going to be <laughs> rewritten and uh, absolutely redone. Because, because yeah, what it's at right now is just not a fan favorite. Just don't I don't know. think I've actually seen one positive aspect of it. I yeah, like yeah. one doesn't positive it remind person. you
0: of like like being hammered in beer league softball and like it's like like that's like that's like a beer league softball. Role. Yeah. Like it's like, the eighth like eighth inning, like, like, like tossing
1: a ghost man out yeah, there or something. Let's
0: start, but you know, let's get home. Like we're all
1: old and tired like
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: and i mean when i'm at a baseball game i'm not rushing to go home
0: when i go well yeah and that's because we're baseball fans but like
1: i i I don't see people if i've been to plenty of tribe games where they go to extras i don't actively see people getting up out of their seats and leaving because oh this could go to 14 15 innings it's they want to see the game and you paid for your ticket it's an experience yeah. I could see if it's a late night game and it really starts getting late, you have your kids and stuff and your family. Then go ahead, lead. But if you're a true baseball fan, you wanna watch it play out. And there are things they could do, like, you know, the
0: you know, mound visits. I think they could mm-hmm. limit mound visits a little more. Um, um I saw somebody in I forget I wish I could give an attribution here, but somebody kinda had the idea of like throwing like kind of using it as a challenge flag almost. Mound like issuing like two per game for a manager okay. to visit the mound. Yeah. So it's kind of like Yeah, so
1: it's not just wasting for so the so time. it's not the pitching coach mm-hmm. walking out and And yeah, I totally understand that, that aspect. They're currently sitting at just over probably three hours for an average baseball game. Which if it's Yankees Red
0: Sox it's like <laughs> six, dude. Yeah. Those games go
1: yeah, especially yeah, when you're looking at a rival team that you know more than anybody else, like the back of your hand, you you're know, going to they you're playing well, bringing your and a there's game. all the situational pitching now, lefty, you know,
0: righty. And just,
1: the thing that really shakes me about starting someone on second base is that they're already in scoring, scoring position. position. I mean,
0: first base, yeah, for, you, first, first base is a different First story. base, first base, you you may be able to slide your foot in the door with me mm-hmm. to consider it. I, I'm still yeah, very too, much. But so yeah, s-
1: second base, somebody could do. Uh, a sack bunt, move somebody over to third base, and then you're looking at a single to win the game in the bottom of the tenth. Or and, it's and just...
0: Ah. The, the, and for me, like I said, the big deal is statistics. If this is a mm-hmm. game, you know, statistics in are a big deal. And
1: that's going to hurt pitchers. It's gonna, and It's, it's only gonna, uh, they're it, going to... going, dumb. yeah, they're, they're trying to expand the offense. I see what they're trying to do, but it's and, dumb. It's I, dumb.
0: I, I like the effort by Manfred to shorten the game and appeal to younger people, but Let's chill. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's uh. uh yeah, move on yeah, from go to uh the dog pound. Now we're going uh we Bryce and I have a very big disagreement here where he doesn't believe for some unknown reason because I'm smart. The Browns. <laughs> he believes the Browns do not need to select a quarterback in the first or second round. Even third. Even third.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, if someone like Kaiser drops way farther than expected, um, I, I don't I don't see that as a problem and, taking them. But
0: I, I, And to correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you said to me the other day, you don't even believe we should trade the 12th pick for
1: Garoppolo. Or did you... No, no, no. I, I, I said I would give that. I'd give up the 12th for you give up 12th for Garoppolo. But I would much rather okay. package the so two give second me, hundreds. Give me your
0: top three scenarios for the quarterback position slash the draft for the Browns.
1: Okay. Um... My first scenario would be if that somehow Redskins decide to cut ties with Kirk Cousins. Uh, we obviously have the cap space over $100 hundred million. Uh, you could give that guy a contract for any good amount. We'd still be able to sign prior our main guys. Get some uh, defensive fill-ins in free agency, but uh, I think Kirk Cousins would fit the best with this team and really show for the future. Yeah, and
0: his uh, him and the uh, Redskins do not
1: to be on the right terms you know yeah. it,
0: it, he could get franchise again and make 24 million and he's just going to be available next year
1: just like last year I
0: don't understand why the skins don't just pay that man mm-hmm. I, I would I mean the last two years he has 54 touchdowns and 22 picks
1: like uh, he can show I mean come, come he's to not, Cleveland yeah. oh my exactly, god yeah. Like, yeah I don't so right now looking at that top so three you're, you're, QB you're, options so right now I'm thinking Kirk I think best case scenario would be getting Kirk Cousins so that's one yep one uh, for no, Number two for me would be packaging either, obviously, one second rounder would be the best, but if it has to be two second rounders for Garoppolo, go ahead and do that. If the asking price goes up to that number 12 overall pick, I think, uh, yeah, they would definitely consider that. I don't know if the Browns manage, like their department would actually want to pull that trigger because this is a extremely deep draft and they need a lot, but um, I could see them doing that. Uh, I Wait, think hold that,
0: on. Do you know what's yeah. really nice about like you know the cousins contract talks and mm-hmm. what? I think that hurts Bill Belichick's market for Jimmy Garoppolo
1: because
0: mm-hmm. before when it was kind of like even that, the, they were before, even the
1: potential Tyrod Taylor before when it was
0: rumored that you know the co- cousins and the skins were close to a deal yada yada. I mean, who was the be- who was the best, was best quarterback? Yeah. That it was Garoppolo. Garoppolo was
1: the clear cut was number the, one. the
0: best. Mm-hmm quarterback that's available on the market. And now you're
1: looking at a potential Kirk Cousins, maybe even Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. And then you're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo with what, yeah. uh two official starts? Yeah, I think he started three and he okay. got hurt the third yeah. game. But yeah. Then hand- he looked good. I watched yeah. both games. He looked mm-hmm. he looked yeah. great. Yeah, a handful of starts but then he goes down with an injury. I know I'm not saying he's injury prone or anything, but I'm saying that's not a good sign straight off the bat. For a first round pick.
0: Go on to your third.
1: And my number three would be me, Tyrod Taylor. I honestly don't want any of these quarterbacks in the draft. Uh, Deshaun Watson, if he's there, the first pick in that second round by godly chance. I think that the Browns should really consider picking him. But I think you look at this stable of quarterbacks that's in this draft. Any other given year, they wouldn't go until second to fourth round. Most of these. I'm talking Trebinsky, Watson, no, and Kaiser. No,
0: I disagree because there's always there's always a group of quarterbacks every year that even if it's a the quarterback position is so coveted that even if they're the 24th best overall player in the draft they're probably going to be a top five pick. Yeah, yeah, we see it time and again i mean like think about it you know when the 49ers drafted alex smith he wasn't like some home run prospect yeah. like you know out of utah uh what Urban but also, about, what about but...
1: when uh, the Vikings picked Christian Ponder? See, in the fir- first-round quarterback discussion, when I look at it as someone who's been wanting quarterbacks for first-round picks for a long time and just failure after failure, when you're looking at that high pick, you're always going back, it seems like, on the drafts. Of course, there's the home runs for number one, like Cam Newton, uh, Andrew Luck. But there's not that guy in this draft. I can say that as an absolute fact. I don't think any one of these quarterbacks will end up in a top 15 discussion for a top quarterback. And when you're looking at first-round talent, and there's so many of these guys that could really show up and have great pro careers, I'd rather not just take the risk with a first-round pick. That is – I think that's way too high for me. I think my best-case scenario for the draft would be defense-defense, 1-12. All right.
0: Well, let me uh get into mine here. My number one overall scenario mm-hmm. is Miles Garrett at number 1 and Deshaun Watson at 12. Okay. And the reason I say that is I you know, I this is this may sound too simple, but it's the eye test. I have watched Clemson I did not miss Deshaun Watson this yeah, year. You know, I gave that, that's, games. That's a, He's electric, and
1: that's a pro style offense. The last,
0: the last two seasons, I have watched him shred the best defense in the nation.
1: Mm-hmm. Shred Around, them.
0: Yep. And I know, you know, I'm not a scout, but there's something to
1: that. Yeah, and I think out of all these, all this talk about Trubisky going for two, I think that's absolutely well, bullshit. It,
0: I think Trubisky will be the best quarterback at the end of the day in this draft. Really? Yes, yes. But I I think he needs to go to a situation where he can sit for two or three years. Mm -hmm. Because he started one full season at North Carolina.
1: But that's also what I would say about Deshaun Watson. Because, you know, the example I use for uh, the quarterbacks is that last season you have Jared Goff picked number one overall. And he's in a not-so-good situation. And then you have Dak Prescott slipping to, uh, what, the fourth, fifth round, third, uh, going to the Cowboys. And he ends up showing up and being, head and shoulders, the best uh, rookie quarterback.
0: For the record, before I move on to my second and third, I just want to preface this with, I wanted Carson Wentz last year. Mm -hmm. You know that. I still think Hugh Jack—I still think that may be the decision— um, that That is the end of Hugh Jackson. If
1: I'm, he can't find sold, a quarterback. I'm not sold on um,
0: Corey Coleman. Oh, no. I, yeah. No, not, no, no. Not Last not. year's draft, I... Um, I thought that was a reach. I'm waiting. I'm patiently waiting. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love the addition of Greg Williams, you know, as a defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, Potential switch to a 4-3. But I wanted Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz, I know people say, oh, he, started. he looked great for a rookie quarterback.
1: Yeah, of course you're going to have turnover problems. And... Also, I, I digress. I'm sorry. Going back to this situation, the Dak Prescott and Jared Goff, Carson Wentz did not have that much help around him. No. On offense, no. It, he was trying to make plays to guys out there that are not helping him out too much. Guys that can't get catches and you know get that rack
0: yards. We didn't pick him. The Eagles got him, and they got you know our number two pick. Mm-hmm. We got their first round this year. And when that happened, I was like, "Oh my God, the Eagles are going to win two games. We're going to have like a number one and a number two or a number three. And yeah, they're, they're the guy they're, they're I wanted, the season. guy I wanted, went seven and nine in his rookie season.
1: And I will—I'm uh, an Eagles fan. I'm optimistic. Yeah, I'll admit this every time. Last season, I thought it was Jared Goff over Carson Wentz. I, I didn't see that much in Carson. Wentz. And it still could be. Yeah, it yeah, still could be. It still yeah. could go. I mean, we only saw one season out of him, and. As we were saying, Jared Goff is playing with absolute garbage around him besides Todd Gurley, really, and Tavon Austin on offense. But um, I just don't think that – I I don't know. I'm just going to move on. Yeah, no,
0: I – and then number two for me um, would be Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, But I would only do it for that first pick in the second round. Okay. I know I'm kind of contradicting myself because I said earlier what, what, that what I about, would give up the 12.
1: What, what about what I was saying? What about the, if they packaged both second rounders? Say that they get two solid See, I, defenders. I, I, I want another player. Okay. No, no okay. I, I want I get, another player. Get, yeah. yeah.
0: And that, that's second round talent.
1: Mm-hmm. See, but that's what I'm saying. About, okay. The yeah. Deshaun you know. Watson at 12. And then
0: right. three is actually kind of, you know, I'm actually just learning is Davis Webb. Hmm. Um. Hugh Jackson apparently is a big fan, Um, and Daniel Jeremiah, you know he is, the NFL analyst. He says, if I were a team like Cleveland, I would take impact players at picks number one and 12, and then trade back into the bottom of the first round for Davis Webb. You see,
1: and then... Unless this guy really shows up at the Combine, why would you So overrated, so overrated.
0: The Combine is so overrated.
1: Oh, I know, and it really doesn't matter what happens at the combine. It just gives guys a little bit more that eye test we were talking about, just more to go off of seeing these guys. I mean, it doesn't matter. They're out there in spandex. You know, they don't have their pads on and stuff. But I still think no matter what this guy does, I don't think you ever trade back into the first round for him. You'd pick him with your second or third round pick. He's not going to – he's not going to – just go he's going to slide I
0: disagree with Daniel Jeremiah I don't think we'll have to trade back into the first round mm-hmm. I think we could just take him with that first pick in the second round I still think that's too high you... Come on man I mean I it, real... I mean
1: Cody Kessler third round pick last season
0: He's 6'5" 229 pounds. I mean and, and a lot of people are looking at that's him
1: second round count I know I know it's tough to say talking to a strict Cleveland fan but, but a second round talent that is so high you're talking I, about i, know. The, the, I, the, the, I just top, i just said I, that I, I a, a top, yeah. a top, top 50 out of the entire college class i think if the browns were to do that fire everybody in their front office once again clean sweep that's it you already drafted a quarterback let him develop i don't think i'm not saying i think cody kessler is going to develop into anything i think he could be an alex smith Type. Colt, game McCoy man, Colt
0: McCoy 2.0. Colt McCoy 2.0. I do
1: I'm just saying. I just think that he's a game manager type. He's not going to do anything flashy. 200 yards, a touchdown or two a game, maybe an interception. But he can win games. And right now. Can
0: he? Yes. He can't push the ball down the field. He can,
1: there, he, who was he throwing to last season? Why don't they draft some actual talent to put around this kid and let him develop? It's been one season. And he didn't even get to play at full reins. He never got the full reins of the offense. That, mean, that, that's a third-round pick. To do that two years in a row, Johnny Manziel a couple years ago, it's a different regime, but that doesn't matter. You're talking about the same team with high-round quarterback picks that never work, and they haven't had a good quarterback. It obviously isn't working, what they're doing. They need to switch well, their but entire but that's, scheme. That's
0: what they do. This, this is a new regime. That's I, exactly what the I hell know, they're but doing. The
1: Patriots, these teams that are winning, they're doing late-round quarterbacks. Building well, it. Jimmy Garoppolo was the highest quarterback Bill Belichick has ever yeah. selected in the second round. Yeah, and he's been sitting. Yeah, he hasn't gotten his action. That's what I'm saying. If you draft these guys, let them develop. Let them know. I'm your with offense. you. I'm with you. I'm I, with I think another top three pick is Hugh a Jackson needs move. to get Hugh Jackson needs to get
0: four seasons in my book.
1: Four years really depends on this draft. I think if they well, if they mess up the and do a quarterback, I think he's gone. Here's
0: the thing. He went one in fifteen. If we start off like zero and eight, and he is one in twenty three at. You you can't survive. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know. Yeah. I, then you, you can't survive nobody ever. nobody's
1: safe with those no. numbers.
0: No. But when, going back to Davis Webb, just because I don't think a lot of people mm-hmm. know about him.
1: Yeah, I personally do not know that much about this kid.
0: He was the starter at okay, Texas for, Tech. Yeah. Texas probably, Tech. If you okay, remember. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen this guy yeah, play. he played. He played decent. I remember he was He trans- had forty-four touchdowns, forty-four touchdowns, twenty-two picks, and um, forty-six touchdowns, twenty-two picks, and three seasons at Tech, and. Last year, okay, Cal, yeah, he actually ended 30, with touchdowns, season. twelve interceptions, threw for forty-three hundred yards, completed sixty-two percent of his passes. Um, hey, I've said this. This, this is Hugh Jackson's pick. The quarterback. He, like I said, I still think that the decision that will come back to bite Hugh Jackson is not selecting Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. and he needs to rectify that. He
1: tried. He he
0: reached for Cody. I Kessler. I, don't,
1: I don't see that in this draft, though. Who Who that is? And if it is this Davis Webb, what leads me to believe that he will not be there in the third round, fourth round?
0: Well, I, I know you have to be careful with all these smoke screens being mm-hmm. lobbed up, but like it's
1: let's see, I mean Especially when when I'm looking at the holes. The Browns' whole, just about every position on their defense is a question mark, besides the handful that well, we, you, we all we, you know. Have we all know. We all
0: Christian Kirksey, have, Jamie Collins, Joe, Joe Adler, Hayden, Danny Sheldon. Yeah. No, Joe Hayden. No, he's yeah. I mean,
1: he's he's a lock at one of the two cornerback spots. I, I know, but they, they need another cornerback. Jamar Taylor's
0: better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He had a he had a good season. Yeah. That was a hell of a pickup from the
1: Dolphins. If you're talking to me, I think that you spend one of your four two first round or uh, one of your four. Picks in the first two rounds on a secondary pick.
0: My my need to my plays. original mock draft. I did a three-round mock draft for uh, Factor of Sadness. Mm-hmm. I had Miles Garrett at one, and I was using the uh, FanSpeak uh, simulator. Yeah. Um, so I had Miles Garrett, uh, Deshaun Watson fell to me at twelve. And this is my favorite
1: pick, Buddha Baker. B- Baker. And Al Buddha Baker. And oh, yeah, Raekwon McMillan. D- I like that too. I had Raekwon second. McMillan,
0: yeah. Uh, Him and Boriski
1: would be awesome.
0: But tell me, but, tell show. me Buddha Baker doesn't kind of remind you of the next TJ Ward. They're, yep. both, they're both 5'10, mm-hmm. and He's, we're missing that presence in the middle of the field. Like nobody. Is a fr- nope. I mean, nobody was afraid of anybody on our defense last last season. But
1: <laughs> no, we're, there's paper thin. there's
0: nobody over the middle that's that can, gonna take your damn yeah, head off. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that's what. Like, like you t- you need a, a the Harrison Smith, the guy Earl Thomas, who's gonna come in there and just somebody who's mean. potentially pump was the mean. ball out of he you. Who's me? Yeah, exactly.
0: And, you know, Dante Matthew, Dante you Whitner know, yeah. in his heyday. I know yeah. he, we got him at the end, but yeah. Yeah, and then Raquan Ray, McMillan I love. I mean, I think he's...
1: Absolute tackle machine.
0: Yeah, he'd be fantastic for the run defense. And in the third round, I selected um, Ethan Potchik. Mm-hmm. Is it Potchik? I think it's Potchik, yeah. Potrick. Ethan. Um, <laughs> from LSU. The center from LSU. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, he's one of the top center yeah, prospects. Yeah,
0: no, he, but the only concern is that he's a little too tall. He's 6'7", 309. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe
1: he'd slide out to a maybe side out that, to a right, d- d- right d- tackle d- yeah, right it re- really depends on his talent
0: well dude, i all all Offensive i know is, is all i know is cameron irving better not be starting on the line next year i think he, what what he
1: showed he cannot be a starter i think he's a solid rotation guy maybe he was in no the he's wrong not spot. he's not
0: even so dude
1: i i think i can i cannot watch any more...
0: Cam Irving vines.
1: <laughs> I'm just uh, getting completely oh, just, just... Oh, Gino... I, be... uh, it was two years ago.
0: I went to the, the Bengals-Browns game. It was like week 13. It was the one that Johnny didn't start because he got like... He got suspended and Austin Davis started it.
1: And was that during the uh, Billy Manzel saga? No,
0: no. That was week 17. <laughs> God. Any, oh, anyway... I, uh, I watched Gino Adkins treat Cameron Irving like a child. I mean, at one point, he was just lifting him up off the ground. It was the scariest thing ever because I was like, we could pick this guy, like, what, like 18 over 18 mm-hmm. overall? Like, how do you miss that bad? Yeah. It, it, I mean, he was,
1: he was a great guy in college, but uh, there were a lot of analysts, I can't name any specifics right now, that were just saying that he might not be able to transition as well because he didn't have the size and yeah. hand placement, that quickness off the snap. Yeah one
0: one thing uh, I want to I know this happened a couple weeks ago but Justin Gilbert got released by the Steelers. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he can't stick anywhere. Well,
0: and then you see what Joe Thomas tweeted. He tweeted, uh, you know, you can have all the town in the world, but if you don't love football, you're not, you know. Yeah. And all right, we're gonna end this. It's only fitting, right, if we end the first show with a little bit of a Browns rant. Yeah. For the last, you know, yeah. you know. Like,
1: this they, is this is. Besides the Cavs, the most relevant right now. Yeah, I mean, and Tribe of the I want. Season is about to be the draft. I want
0: to take a couple minutes to focus on the absolute idiocy of the Ray Farmer regime. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean the thoughts.
1: Start initial at, thoughts. In, initial thoughts. You just. Johnny Manziel. <laughs> I mean, when you when you're looking at Teddy, no, I, Teddy Bridgewater and I Derek you Carr I
0: think you can blame Jimmy Haslam for Johnny Manziel. Okay. Yeah.
1: The the man Yeah, made, he, I mean he got do persuaded remember, by Do you yeah.
0: Do remember, No, Jimmy Haslam paid I think it was like $100,000 for a quarterback study. Like, you know, like yeah, right and right a very say who's the best quarterback mm-hmm. in the draft. Teddy
1: Bridgewater came up. Mm-hmm. And he still got he was statistically the best. It was because Johnny sent out that text. Hey. Let's go. Let's, wreck this yeah, shit. let's go wreck this let's shit. Go, uh, uh, yeah, let's go wreck this shit. And then he ended up showing up to work and just high and drunk. Just another Josh Gordon 2.0, and I'd say even worse, because he never showed a thousand-yard seeds even throwing. He couldn't do it. Just,
0: you know, and it sucks, because I was – I he's still my favorite college football player of all time.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody was that much of a star and had that type of swagger.
0: Let's not get too um, –
1: Fixed on Johnny.
0: So, yeah, let's let's like look at his other picks.
1: Yeah,
0: um, so it was a lot worse. Justin Gilbert, in my opinion, is worse than Johnny Manzo. and I say that because we traded up to get him, mm-hmm. and your Vikings selected Anthony Barr, Anthony right Barr right after. a oh, Pro Bowl nine. linebacker yep. after, and just and listen to this: Ray Farmer never like met with Justin Gilbert, never did his research. Didn't speak to coaches. They, they traded up the and drafted a guy. Granted, if he, he led the N- NCAA in offensive touchdowns. He was a stud. They knew nothing about him.
1: They invested. <laughs> they how insane. Eighth, eighth overall pick. You didn't. NFL. And you didn't do it. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Uh,
0: you know, I, I just don't know how you can be that bad at being a general manager. I mean... Yeah. It
1: just – they honestly just swung and missed and swung and missed consistently. And that's what I'm thinking about. Looking at this regime right now, it's just – it's the quarterbacks for me are the downfall of all of the Browns' regimes that have gone through the last 10, 15 years.
0: You know, what we had – I mean, I I know we've had a ton of – but D.A., Derek Anderson had a Pro Bowl season – what was that? That was with Romeo. Yeah. Well, Romeo's like the longest ten ten like, tenure coach yeah. like ever for the New front. It's like what three and a n- half. And he's like, yeah, and he's
1: still like he's a good coach. Yeah. No. He just wasn't much of a head coach, but he's a solid defensive coach.
0: Yeah, I mean, li- listen to these picks.
1: Phil Taylor. I first mean, of and, and 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 not all these are
0: Trent. not not uh, yeah not all these are Farmer, but
1: but I mean, just looking at the overall first round picks Phil that Taylor. have been on the Browns that should not Richardson. make it.
0: Did I tell you where I put my dad and I put our uh, signed autograph yeah, yeah. Okay. right above the so, toilet? So yeah, we have a uh, I have an autograph picture of uh, Trent Richardson that we I had hung in my basement <laughs> next to Jim an autograph picture of Jim Brown with uh,
1: you know only fitting with two best there. Uh, you know
0: Brown Browns fan optimism that it was yeah, gonna just be cool coursing through your veins and I took that down and I placed the Trent Richardson picture above the toilet in the restroom <laughs> and replaced Jim Brown with. The great Phil Dawson autographed oh. picture. Very solid. Very solid. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> this has been a rambling last couple minutes, but let's just think about this. That draft, yeah. Trent Richardson and Brandon, Brandon Whedon. And I was so pissed when we traded up For to... Brandon
1: Weeden, what what was he at the time? Was he we traded we we traded up to get Manziel. Was, we traded up to get Weeden. We traded up to get Brady. when he was picked, was, was twenty eight, twenty eight years old.
0: He was a second round draft pick by the Yankees out of high school mm-hmm. for baseball, and he was sucked a bit. You know, he couldn't find the strikes. Yeah, so I, I don't think he ever made it out of high yeah. And yeah, then he went and to the, Oklahoma State. Yeah, Oklahoma. And uh, so, moral of the story, we gotta stop drafting guys from Oklahoma State. Justin yeah. Gilbert and but. I don't know how they thought, anyways, like, that's just, and then Barquevius Mingo, even better, even better.
1: Um, I think he still has the best name in football. Beside, besides Captain Munerlin, Barquevius is up there.
0: I'm going to name my kid Barkevius Maximus.
1: <laughs> Barquevius Maximus Heblitzel.
0: That's what I'm saying. What a name. Like, that, that's a mouthful. And then, yeah, like we already discussed, uh, Gilbert Gilbert in. I, it's... You know, and I always have to. We always have to talk about this a little bit when you talk Browns draft because you. I know, like like you say, you're not, but you always bring up the past when you're talking about this regime. Definitely. And it kind of pisses me off because that's not fair. Like, I it's, know, it's, I know,
1: I I understand that when I'm saying it that it's not fair, but when I'm when I'm saying that, I'm just thinking that I just don't even see this regime as stable. Like when I'm looking at all these first round picks that never made it to the team. Two of them. No one's unst- stable after one and fifteen, yeah. though. To be fair. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, see yeah. that. But it's 100% a rebuilding process. But the biggest downfalls of all these regimes have been reaching out on quarterback. So I think, and when we looked at these, re- well, like, or, the, like the, I these just redrafts. said, traded yeah. up to get we yeah. and traded mm-hmm. up to get and, and yeah, up all, to get all the these end, so, yeah. all these redrafts that they end up doing the year later, the year after, there's always always better picks that the Browns could do. I just really think with these first two picks in the first round. They both need to be home runs.
0: Yeah, no, but they need. They need. It's crucial. They hit or semi hit that. on both mm-hmm. of them. Like yeah. it, it's,
1: My, it's. Miles Garrett, I think he's head and shoulders the best defender, but he could end up being a Davian Clowney, where he doesn't well, show up nearly as much, but still. be fair, Clowney yeah.
0: had a monster year this year mm-hmm. when he was finally healthy. Yeah.
1: And I'm not trying and to discredit him. And also, point at to, all. you know, a lot
0: of people want to mitigate, you know, Garrett's, uh, you know, potential impact because he only had what. Eight and a uh, half yeah, sacks, he and he had his, like, he had like yeah, four. Last year. He had four and a half in one game against mm-hmm. like University of Texas, San Antonio. And all I say is, um, who was the defensive rookie of the year this year? Mm-hmm. Joey Boza. Mm-hmm. How, many sacks all about, yeah. How many sacks did he have? How many sacks did he have his senior year? And I was like, he had five. Mm-hmm. He had five at Ohio State. I, his junior college year does he left. not yeah.
1: translate, especially I think with defense yeah. more so than yeah. offensive players. There's
0: so few
1: elite edge rushers that they get swallowed. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, yeah, because you're playing up against men when you get to the NFL. Guys that have been doing this, training, and spending, dedicating their entire lives to getting bigger, being the best, fastest, strongest. And then some of these guys just see stars right when they get to the NFL. But I think, I think I don't see that with Garrett. I'm just saying, I think if you pick him, and either, say, a movie Cooker drops at 12, uh, that would be nice. Yeah, I think. that's an instant pick. He
0: had pickup. a couple
1: surgeries on his labrum and hernia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, even even uh, uh, what is uh, Adam Oh yeah yeah, from yeah, OSU. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was is uh, Marcus? Marcus Lattimore. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think he'd be a great, solid cornerback pick. Put him beside uh, Joe Hayden, and uh, they could just roll with that. And they'll really solidify their defense in this draft if they play their cards right and not pick a quarterback early.
0: I think the Browns have something cooking on defense, and that's, and,
1: and what wins championships? Uh, defense. Exactly. I, I'm
0: not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it, it is Hugh Jackson's Hugh Jackson's job is directly correlated with success at the quarterback position. So I guess I'm not saying I completely agree with what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I just know that's the way it's gonna be because mm-hmm. he needs to get his guy. Yeah, I know. And he true. passed on it last year. And we'll see how that works out but also, for me. But Greg, yeah, I look at, sorry, I, no, yeah. I look at Greg Williams, and I look at Emmanuel Agba, Carl Nassib, I think, he still could be. Yeah, actually, I like him. Danny Shelton was like an elite stuffer, and for a run stuffer, and he, he got be, to the quarterback. And he,
1: they might be switching to that 4-3 defense. Put him, they will nose be Greg yeah, put him in the yeah. tackle. Put him in the tackle. He'll be eating up blockers. Kirksey
0: was, I believe, second in the NFL in tackles.
1: Just uh, what do you have? Over 100? He Montana, I think, something. Oh, my yeah, shit. Dude,
0: he was everywhere. And, Jesus Christ. Um, Jamie Collins, who we just signed to that massive yeah. deal. It, it's
1: And then adding someone who's almost a and locker, Jamar Taylor. Um, potential Miles Garrett. Potential. And Garrett. Let's, let's
0: say you throw Garrett and Hooker slash Buda Baker slash Lap. I trust Greg Williams.
1: Yeah, I think that they, last year, they just got picked apart in their secondary far too often because teams knew you throw it over the top, they're going to get beat. Like, you go up against A.J. Green. There's there's nobody to be afraid of in the middle. Yeah. There's no Earl Thomas Mm -hmm. there. There's
0: no T.J. Ward. Yep. Now, uh, we'll wrap this up shortly, but if you could go back in time would you re, Would you still have re-signed Joe Hayden over TJ Ward?
1: Because remember, they were both free agents that yeah, won offseason, yeah. and it was one yeah. or the other. I think, looking back at it now, no. But at that time, that was yeah, the absolute right move. Hayden was coming off. Mm-hmm. Like, at, like, and a they, and they, didn't, they didn't have anybody else that was going to be able to step up and go against a number one wide receiver on the other team. Which Joe so Hayden I, has I think, done. I think part of the reason safety he's... Safety is someone that you can... It's, it's hard to roll with bad safeties, as the Browns saw last season, but it's something that you can get by with, at least. It, it, you need those shut-down corners, guys that you can know. You put that up against their number one wide receiver, and you aren't shitting your pants every, I, every line of scrimmage.
0: I mean, ever since Joe Hayden was drafted in 2010, he's been going against... The Chad Cinco's of the division, the mm-hmm. A.J. Green, the Antonio, he yep. gets the number one every single time. And I personally, I hope I'm wrong because I love the guy. I think he's done. Yeah. Uh, I think he's done. And maybe he, he'll I, have he, a resurgence. He, he, maybe he
1: will. Yeah, I don't think that he is that shutdown corner. I still think, I view him on any other roster, I still see him as a very solid two. No, it, and here's the thing,
0: if yeah, if, if he could go to a system, like, I'd hesitate to call Richard Sherman the best corner in the league. Yeah, it's very tough to for say. Me, it, it's, it really for me, it's kind on of Patrick s- Peterson, yeah. who's more of kind of a hybrid, mm-hmm. or Tyron Matthew, because he's kind of a hybrid he's safety. He's yeah,
1: like the Xavier Rhodes. He's the shutdown guy. doesn't yeah. light up a lot of catches.
0: But if you plugged in Hayden, you know, if he were to lead the Browns into, you know, you know, a defense like that, mm-hmm. I mean, he could be extremely valuable. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't... i would be a key
1: cog in the defense. Flip,
0: I don't know what the market would be for Hayden, but I'd flip him for a third-round pick. I'm yeah. yeah. It. it I, I'd... Would honestly
1: not even bat an eye. He had like
0: a forty-nine point eight rating on a uh, Pro Football Focus. You know they do those mm-hmm. those rankings, which was you know far below the you know the, the average but, for yeah. and, and what
1: he used to be. And Jamar, Jamar
0: Taylor before had like a seventy rating, mm-hmm. and we got him for like a seventh round pick last year. But
1: I mean, you're still looking at Hayden with uh, three interceptions last year. He still offers. He a got lot.
0: he. I, I think the, the pick stat is misleading because
1: he got – I mean, he got – Yeah, but ter- turnovers are turnovers. Turnovers are
0: turnovers. You, you need
1: that on your defense. And I'm not saying that the Browns need him on defense. But as of right now, pre-draft, looking at this defense, you cannot give him up. Maybe if they draft no, and a I, solid cornerback in the first or second round, then he becomes expendable at that point. Sylvester's still in style. But we're talking right now. They would be absolutely eaten alive by other defenses without Joe Hayden, in and my you, opinion. You need you need a veteran
0: influence as well.
1: Of course, yeah. You know,
0: it's, it's he's a guy who can
1: even yeah even if they do get that first second round pick, he helps bring them in. I mean, think about how young. I I, think about how young we are. Yeah, I mean, just about the hardest position in the league, so they say, to get acclimated to when making that college to football, uh, pro football transition is cornerback. And yeah. I think that having that veteran presence is much needed.
0: Yeah, and I'm not trying to say he's garbage. I'm just saying if we're in a true rebuild, will Joe Hayden help us three years from now when when we're ready to go. Hopefully, will Joe Thomas? No, and that's I, what I, I'd be yeah. okay with trading Joe Thomas mm-hmm. for a second in or first round. Okay, back. okay. No, I mean I, I this you know you got to understand it hurts me to say that. I know, yeah, it hurts me to hear, but
1: it's it's the truth at this yeah. point because. If you're not doing everything that you can coming off of a 1-15 season, that you're not doing everything in your power to become a solid team. Not not even a winning team. Competitive. To, yeah, competitive. To where you're not I tell you walking what, in every week There was a six-week stretch. There
0: was a six-week six week stretch. because Remember, we were competitive like the first five, six. Yeah. six yeah. But there they, was a, they played some good games. They, no, they should have won but more But then than there, more. there was like a six, seven-week stretch where those games were hell to watch. Absolutely, I took garbage. off work on Sundays throughout all of football season to watch the Browns. And, you know, we have season tickets mm-hmm. and to go. And that's the biggest mistake yeah. I've ever made. You would have
1: been better off with a check in your pocket. Bro. I mean,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, all, all I did was just get angry. And it, it, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, just went to the we,
1: we had a lot of drunk Sundays last yeah, season. Yeah, yes,
0: we did. <laughs> God, man. Like,
1: right. You want to start yeah. rapping? up? Yeah, so
0: uh, there's a, we'll, we'll sort of follow this format um, typically for this. Yeah, just uh, the
1: three-team Cleveland set. Roundup
0: and... You know, we may have more specialized stuff uh, for each team coming as well if things happen. Yeah,
1: anything big comes up, we could do a shorter cast.
0: Uh, so uh, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah,
1: thanks guys for listening, tuning in, and uh, we'll have another episode for you guys next week. Yeah, hopefully uh, talk about
0: a couple cast wins, talk about how. Darren Williams, Boget, um, Bo yeah, get they're integrated. their First
1: uh, appearances in CLE uniforms. Talk Traps, more Trap Baseball, and argue more about the Browns, right? Yeah, so uh, thank you very much, yeah. I keep it real.
0: Girls don't understand, he ain't even made a meal. It's Sam
1: complex, just like the magazine. I want my closet complex, like the magazine. I